0: show he was like a god walking amongst near mortals go get it dog i'm a man he had a voice that could make a wolverine purr hot is sitting on a firecracker and suits so fine they made sinatra look like a hobo it's a fantastic day for the united states of america it's a bill king show
1: red seven
2: i don't know what red seven means brought to you by omni nashville hotel fifth avenue downtown hot that's what we call a sack lunch i do have are a very particular set of skills
0: Today is the last day of Feb. Meaning we're about to be in March. Tomorrow is March. I love the spring. It's my favorite time. I know it's it's the non-playing portion of the season. I get that, but it's a wonderful time. Weather starts changing. Birds chirping, grass is green, tides are high. I guess, I don't know. We don't really have a beach here, so I'm just guessing about that. We have creeks and rivers and stuff. Some lakes, but but no real beaches. But, yeah, I love, I love the time of year. It's outstanding. Here is the guesting. Now, had to move some things around. No Buck today. Buck is in meetings. Can't go this morning. We have rebooked him for tomorrow. So Buck will be tomorrow. So usually, about 15 minutes from now, Charles Arbuckle will join us. But because of his schedule, he had to move it tomorrow. He will be with us. Hour two, about 20 minutes in, Gator Dave will check in. Griff is on his way to Indy for the draft combine. He says if everything is on time, he can go on time. But I've already booked his spot with Brian Driscoll (laughs) from the Notre Dame site. Or Sports Illustrated, so I've got to move Griff around too. Because Griff then sent me a note and said, "I think I'm on time." When he told me on Sunday he couldn't go, likely on Tuesday. So we're we're scrambling here, yo. Yeah, we're 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 putting this thing together. We're scrambling a little bit this morning, but it's all good. Yeah, we will. Uh, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll absolutely figure it out. Six one five. 844 on Twitter, at BillisKing, and you can get us by emailing the show, BillisKing7, at gmail.com. We've been having some issues this morning. And I'm not sure what's going on. Patton's working on it, but we've had some issues with the app and everything else this morning. So I apologize for that on my end here. We'll see what see what comes up. Patton, have you uh, Patton just update everybody that can hear us because I'm sure they're listening on the WNSR Twitter stream, which is the smart idea for everybody to do. But Pat, what's the latest on that? think he's away doing doing things. So anyways, just click on and I'll I'll post this too. Let me post this too for everybody. The WNSR Twitter feed and that will keep you afloat until we get all this remedied today. Yesterday was so much fun. Man, was Monday fun. We had the news about the AD at Florida State. Michael Alford, who on Friday, talking to his board of trustees down in Tallahassee about the future and how something's got to change monetarily for them to pursue the future on the aggressive level that they want to, meaning resources equals winning, or part of it, at least. Not the only item, but certainly a big part of it. And I thought we hashed that thing out. Hour one on Monday was fun. All the hours on Monday were fun, but... To go back through all of that and to reconnect everybody with what's going on was an absolute pleasure. And, look, in this environment, your best safety net, if you're a school, if you're an AD, outside of the Big Ten and the SEC, outside of those two, is to sleep with one eye open. Yeah, that's your best estimate on how to look at the future. Sleep with one eye open because you don't know what's going on. If you're the Pac-12, you just don't know what it's going to look like. You do not have a media agreement. It's supposedly not going so well, and you may wake up one eye open and learn that the duckies and the huskies have left you you may you may find this out now again i don't know whether that's going to happen in short order or not that's unclear but it's a threat the the irony here yeah, the irony here is that the big 10 and pac12 have been connected at the hip invisible umbilical cord for so long They're partners. It's the Rose Bowl. We're buddies. Little brother is the Pac-12. When it comes to making decisions, remember, little brother is the Pac-12. Big Ten, during COVID, decided like a bunch of weasels, and not everybody agreed with this, but the Big Ten office, I should say. Let me me be specific. To cancel. So we're not going to play. Yeah, maybe we'll play in the spring, which is comical. And uh, five seconds after that, the Pac-12 canceled too, which is comedy at its highest level. At its highest level. And it's amazing because now the... Big Ten, any time they want to make that booty call, can make the booty call and go get whoever they want. And in short order, they would want Oregon and Washington. There's also talk that they would want Stanford and Cal, which that would have to be just because of the academic prestige and the wokeness because what else would you want? You wouldn't take them because of the athletic angle on it. Stanford football is in the tank. Cal football hasn't been a thing. I mean, they, they'll they pop up here and there with a game or two. But Cal. when's the last time you thought Cal football was an item? How about never? Cal Berkeley football, how about never ever? So that would just have to be a let's add some more wokeness to the list. That Whatever. Or why else would you do anything with leagues like that or with teams like that? And the answer is you wouldn't. Yeah, the answer is you wouldn't. So, it'll be interesting to see how this all works out. Oh, oh, oh. Was talking with Blake. Blake will be with us on Wednesday. And over the weekend, we were watching some baseball. And he's down in Louisiana. I'm up here. And we were texting, and I said, you know what? This suspension by Tony Vols, this Tony Vols suspension is interesting. I'm wondering, and I floated this out. I, did I float that out on the show, too? I don't know if I did. Remind me if I did. But I floated it to blink. I'm wondering if this Tony Vols suspension, remember now, That suspension was not from the NCAA. That was self-imposed by Tennessee. I'm wondering if this Tony Vols suspension is a plea bargain to get Maui Ohuna, the first-round projected shortstop, transfer from Kansas, expedited to on the field. I floated that. And it made sense to me because it was out of the blue. Maybe it wasn't really out of the blue, but to the public, it was out of the blue. To me, it was out of the blue. I didn't know he was about to be suspended. Be lying if I said I did. And so he sits out. They played Dayton for three games, three-game series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And it's announced on Friday before the first game that he's suspended all weekend, three games. So I floated, I'm wondering if this is some kind of peace pipe, plea bargain, olive branch, describe it however you want. And right after that, Maui Ohuna is magically eligible. On Monday, Tennessee announces Maui Ohuna is ready to go. He plays. They play Charleston Southern today and tomorrow. Maui Ohuna, first-round projected shortstop draft pick is eligible, is cleared to play for today's game. Magic there, right? Just just total coincidence, a total co dink there, right? No other, no other explanation at all. Just a total. What happened there, y'all? Now, one of the violations they say is that Tony Vols brought in Ohuna before they had the transcript. That's a, That's seriously, we've got lawlessness in the streets, in college football, and college sports. And Tennessee is in trouble in this case because they didn't get the transcript in time. Just just do the math on that. Yeah, just, just work the math on that a little bit. All right, here's what we'll do. We'll get the first break. Gator Dave in about an hour Brad Driscoll Hour 3. No buck today. Yeah, Charles R. Buckle will not be with us. Tomorrow is when he can join us. And we'll find a place for Griff. That's all I know. We'll find a place. Omni Nashville Hotel.
2: Pet Paradise is reminding Americans to show support to the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts should never go unnoticed. This salute is brought to you by veteran-owned and operated Pet Paradise, Tullahoma's finest for full-service boarding and grooming for 22 years. Located at 201 Sanderson Street in Tullahoma, Pet Paradise is a name you can count on. Give them a call today at 931-454-0999. Pet Paradise, where Gail and the crew are proudly saluting our troops, veterans, and first responders. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. The sixth annual Mid-State Classic is happening on March 15th at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. And this year it's a doubleheader. For nearly a decade, the City of Columbia Parks and Rec department has showcased the most highly attended women's college softball matchups in the state. The sixth annual Mid-State Classic kicks off their double header at 1 p.m. with the Bucks from Motlow State, taking on the Chargers of Columbia State. Then at 5 30, the Austin B. Lady Govs battle the Lady Balls of the University of Tennessee. Tickets to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classics are only 10 bucks and are on sale now. Motlow State versus Columbia State. Austin P versus Tennessee. Wednesday, March 15th starting at 1.30 at the Ridley Sports Complex in Columbia, Tennessee. For tickets and information to the 6th Annual Mid-State Classic, log on to ColumbiaTN.com slash mid Classic or call 931 That's 931-388-8119 The 6th Annual Mid-State Classic. It's the Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams
0: and Bruno Reagan. When
3: you pick up your first girl in college or at the bar, what do you do for every girl you meet after that? You do the same thing. You're just like, this works. So Vrabel, he's like, well, we just have to keep trying to get back to this. So it, it makes sense to me.
2: That's why every time you go up to a girl's bar, you're just like, please, please, bro, <laughs> please, please. It just worked that one. Afternoon Stretch. Afternoon Stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. <laughs> number one college sports show on the planet, The Bill King Show.
0: Today, or Friday, (laughs) I just went ahead and ran right to Friday, right? No. This week, usually it's the first Friday of the month, but because of the SEC basketball tournament, which is in the 615 at Bridgestone, starting next week, we'll be at the Omni next Friday. A week from this Friday, we'll be at the Omni. As of right now, we'll be in Kitchen Notes We may move the location down the hallway on the other side of the lobby to Bongo Java and Bob's Steakhouse, that area. But that has not been confirmed yet. Yeah, we do not have that done yet. If you happen to be coming in, I know Alabama fans uh, travel. Alabama fans actually travel. Not like Kentucky fans in basketball. I'm talking basketball now. But they do travel some, and they have a very good basketball team. They have a Final Four-type team. Alabama does. And uh, so some of their fans will be coming in here. And Nashville is not real far, particularly if you're in North Alabama. The six one five is what? About an hour and a half away? Maybe maybe a little longer, but nothing. Just a little couple of tee shots away. So, Alabama fans will be coming up in here. Oh, yeah, the uh, Brandon Miller thing will probably remain a debate for quite some time. And uh, Kevin Hagan will be back with us this Friday. I'll tape it on Thursday, I'm sure. Well, I know for sure. He'll want to get into that. And I mentioned it last week. I mentioned it this week, Monday. I'm a little bit of a fence straddler over this one. Now, I will also say that my first inclination would have been to suspend him. I'm just – I know that's not going to be a popular opinion with Alabama fans. Now, all the other fans – are bashing Alabama for this. That's the climate we're in, the social media climate we're in. And most of the media is bashing Alabama. Not that I side with the mainstream media much because I don't. Jay Billis, though, has been basically complimenting Alabama the way they've handled all this. So I want to make sure you know who's out there. Jay Billis has said, from what I understand, and by the way, Jay Billis is a lawyer. Now, you know him as a former Duke basketball player and broadcaster on ESPN. Jay Billis, who's from California and was one of the 80s, early 80s signing classes for Mike Krzyzewski, went to law school. I believe I believe it, Duke. He played at Duke. I believe he went to law school there, too. And so he knows the legal world, right? He knows that world. And he is saying that based on what he knows, he thinks that Alabama has handled this correctly by going ahead and allowing Brandon Miller to play. That's Jay Billis. Now, again, I've had my run-ins with Jay Billis. We had him on the show when Tubby Smith I think it was when I think it's when he was finally gone at Kentucky. Remember, he won a national championship his first year there, ninety eight. And then after that, Tubby Tubby's old school now. Tubby doesn't want to go out and hustle when it comes to recruiting. And Tubby would play his son as the point guard, who wasn't very good. And things started deteriorating. Now, Tubby is a fantastic on-the-court X's and O's coach. He's just not a recruiter. And at Kentucky, you have to be about recruiting rankings. You have to have a top-ranked type class because you're Kentucky. And so, eventually, that all got old. It ended, and, and, and Tubby was gone. And Jay Billis came on, and somehow we got into it over that. So I've had my run-ins with Jay Billis, but he has, in this case, said Alabama handled things in the right way. They handled things correctly. Most of the media says that they don't, but, again, I don't really care what most of the media thinks because most of the media is crooked. The media is not an objective journalistic Group of people, okay. They have biases, and those biases nowadays are clearly voiced. But, but again, having said all of that, I thought they probably should have suspended him until they got more news. But again, SEC tournament. Next week, right here in the 615 SEC Football Media Days, right here in the 615 in July. July, I think Jeff, 2 pulled it up. The 17th through the 20th of July is the SEC Football Media Days. Gator Dave in Hour 2 will check in with us and... Uh, Brian Driscoll, a little bit later. No buck today. Buck cannot make it. He's got meetings. He'll be with us tomorrow. And uh, Griff, I'm going to try and slot somewhere. Yeah, what happened with Griff is that he called me on Sunday. We had a long, rambling conversation. But he said, Bill, I'm going to be in Indy. I'm traveling to Indy for the draft combine, and – I don't think I can do my slot on Tuesday. We'll have to move it somewhere. I can move it, just don't think I can do it in its standard slot. And uh, I said, that's fine. We can move it around. So I put Brian Driscoll for this week in that slot. Then Griff sends me a message overnight, says, I think I'm good. Provided my flight is on time, which if you understand the environment we're in, the chances of that aren't very good. That's also a big mess that's going on out there. And uh, so I've got Brian Driscoll slated for that slot. He is with Irish Breakdown. Notre Dame has hired, it looks like, Joe Rudolph. Joe Rudolph was at Virginia Tech. Now, he'd only been there a year. He had been at Wisconsin for a while. And, you know, Wisconsin's known for those massive tackle-to-tackle offensive lines, and they do. They do produce good offensive lines. Now, there's various people who don't think this is a good hire. I think this is a solid hire for Notre Dame. You probably were not going to go get somebody to replace Harry Heastan. Beaten being the level that Harry Heastand is. I'm a huge Harry Heastand fan, as most of you know. That wasn't going to happen. They brought in Matt Lou, who is with his family. They're living in Athens, Georgia. Matt, former Ole Miss head coach, he's from Mississippi, played at Ole Miss. But the family is settled in Athens after he retired at a young age. And probably did not want to uproot his family to South Bend, I'm guessing. That was considered maybe a long shot. Yeah, maybe maybe a long shot. But anyways, Joe Rudolph appears to be the selection for Notre Dame, and... I think that's a solid hire. We'll talk to Brian Driscoll about it, but I think that in general is a solid hire for them. So now they have their staff complete, it looks like, right? Gino Guiduli as the quarterback coach, he was at Cincinnati. Remember, he played quarterback at Cincinnati. He's from Fort Thomas Highlands, which is northern Kentucky, where he went to high school. Quarterback coach, Gino Guiduli They have their offensive coordinator from the staff, Jared Parker, who was the tight end coach, former offensive coordinator at West by God, Virginia. And he's also from Kentucky, played at Kentucky, wide receiver. And now Joe Rudolph as the offensive line coach that they hired, apparently on uh, at least – It sounds like. I don't know if the paperwork and all that's done yet. You got to remember, Notre Dame is different. Things go slow there. Getting things processed takes a little bit longer there. Getting things approved takes a little bit longer there. They're incredibly secretive, and it makes people mad, (laughs) to say the least. Yes, it it makes people mad, and it makes people get impatient as well when it comes to covering Notre Dame and uh, how they go about divvying out news. When somebody gets suspended at Notre Dame, things go slow, and they never tell you the reason why. They just – everything is one big secret sauce kind of thing at South Bend. It's been that way. See, I'm used to it. Fans that are not used to it get a little bit upset about it. But that's Notre Dame's been like that for a very, very long time. Another thing we'll get into with Brian Driscoll, who's coming up. Yeah, Brian Driscoll coming up in hour number three. By the way, I just got a note from Griff juggling lots of things anyways griff is going to join us maybe at about 9 et let me let me send him a message there you go so i'll let pat know that this is this is a moving situation. There's a lot of moving parts today on the show, and so I'll, I'll figure it out. We'll get all this figured out. But Griff, likely, if everything's okay with this flight, will be with us today. Didn't think that was going to happen, but anyways, we'll figure it out. We'll get it all done. Now, anyways, anyways, let me see. Let me see. Uh, how about, okay. What about 840 ET with Griff? Or how about how about 8 E.T. with Griff? <laughs> he's got a work call every remember, he had to move it because he's got a work call every week. Anyways, we'll we'll figure it out. All right a con- hey, patent, it's confirmed. I know we're doing this on the air, but we're having to do it like this. Griff at the top of next hour will be with us. Mike Griffith, AJC's Dog Nation, will be with us top of next hour, and we'll get it done. Sorry about that, everybody. I had to literally negotiate on these airwaves to figure out when we're going to get Griff on the uh, on the show. if you do want to check in today. Yesterday was so much fun. Talking about expansion and the what-ifs and Florida State laying down the gauntlet and all that. They did. Michael Offord literally did. One thing I want to get into with Brian Driscoll, though, later is this, this talk about Notre Dame. Now, it's not really talk about Notre Dame, but I see folks debating about it on Twitter, which is a good debate about the future and what they're going to do. And Well, they'll end up, as of now and as of their entire history, their belief is we're better off as an independent. And this will always be a question because it's an interesting conversation. But I'll bring that back up with Brian Driscoll when we get him. Is there any reason to think that They won't get a new really juicy deal done with NBC, which nobody thinks that, that I know of, and that maybe they will be forced to say, hey, ACC, hey, Big Ten, can we come now? Which either one of them would take them with open arms at any moment. Got to remember, the AD at Ohio State, Gene Smith, is a Notre Dame guy. He's not the commissioner of the league, but he's a Notre Dame guy. He's very powerful. Gene Smith, I'm not the biggest fan of Gene Smith, by the way, at all. He's a Notre Dame guy, though. You don't think he has a voice in this? Got to know your background checks on everybody. Got to know this stuff. All right. We'll take the break. Happy Tuesday. Baseball today, y'all. I'm looking forward to that. Omni Nashville Hotel.
2: at Edwin Watts Golf Shops for the hottest new arrivals from Callaway, featuring the Paradigm Woods and Irons. The Paradigm Woods are engineered with forged carbon to have unparalleled distance and forgiveness. The Irons feature a high-strength forged face for increased launch speed and spin, a new paradigm in performance. Swing into Edwin Watts Golf Shops and get custom fit today. Edwin Watts Golf Shops, unmatched expertise, unmatched service Prescription products require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required.
0: Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper and you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right, get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address: forhims.com/joy. That's forhims.com/joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S.com/slash/j-o-y.
2: Jacob the Electrician is on the air saluting the brave men and women of our U.S. military. Their tireless efforts shall never go unnoticed. This proud salute is brought to you by Jacob the Electrician, providing quality service and pride. Give Jacob the Electrician a call today at 615-582-3452. That's 615-582-3542. Jacob the Electrician, on the air saluting our troops and veterans. They're professionals who care.
3: You know, it's never too late to start feeling some March badness. Be sure not to miss out on all the action at the High Valley Conference Basketball Championship presented by United Fidelity Bank as they return to Ford Center in downtown Evansville from March 1st through the 4th as the first week of entries into the NCAA basketball tournaments are crowned. All session tickets and single-game tickets are on sale through each OVC school ticket office, Ticketmaster.com, and the Ford Center box office. Visit ovcsports.com forward slash Evansville for more details and be there to OVC it in person.
2: been imitated never duplicated word smithing like a mofo on college football it's bill king
0: If AJC's Dog Nation will be with us. After that, Gator Dave, an hour two. Brian Driscoll hour three. No Buck today because he's in meetings. Buck will be with us tomorrow. I hope that all makes sense. I hope that all pieces together for everybody. <laughs> I was just looking. I was pulling up the app here to see what's happening in baseball today. Love college baseball. Just to see what games are available, what games I could be watching. And uh, here are some of the games. Miami plays Florida Atlantic. Florida and Jacksonville play Louisiana Tech and Ole Miss matchup. Tennessee and Charleston Southern play on Rocky Top. Maui Ohuna will be playing. LSU at Texas. LSU is a team that is way better than they were at pitching. Just by the addition of Paul Skeens, but others to Christian Little, etc., and they're way deeper in the hitting department than they were a year ago. With some additions to Tommy Tanks, now Tommy Tanks hasn't really unloaded yet. And remember, he got hurt with that shoulder in the very first game, week and a half ago, whenever that was. But he'll 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 start cranking it out. By the way. Blake Burke at Tennessee, the lefty from California, 6'3", 240. In his career, now he's a true sophomore, has 18 home runs and 123 at-bats. He had 14 home runs last year as a backup. Didn't start. As a backup in, I think, 95 at-bats, 94, 95 at-bats. He's averaging, including this year and his freshman year as a backup. He's the first baseman this year, and he hits number three. That's an average of one home run every seven at-bats. Now, as he gets more at-bats, that number will change, obviously. But he may break. He could, at this pace, he could break Tennessee's home run all-time record his second year. I think the record is 40-something for a career, if I'm not mistaken. Somebody can correct me. I'm not Mr. College Baseball Stats guy, even though I'm trying to throw out some stats right now. But, and and look, Ten- Tennessee's not going to hit dingers up and down the lineup this year like they did last year. You You may not do that ever again. That's a generational-type hitting team that they had a year ago. Tell you what, the Vandy boys are looking pretty good. I don't know if they're all the way back, but they're looking pretty good right now. And UCLA, they just took two of three there, and all the games were pretty close. But they're pitching better, and I think overall they're hitting better. Last year, that lineup did not hit the ball well. Them and they don't they don't hit dingers. No no Vandy does not hit many dingers. This 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 team doesn't. There's no JJ blade out there for them. But they spray the ball around and they're playing a lot better. So that's gonna be that's gonna be fun to watch. Top of hour two, Griff will be with us. Mike Griffith, AJC's dog nation. Patton, did you get that? And I sent it over the weekend, so it's been a couple of days. Audio clip I sent you, I believe, on Sunday about the former Georgia Tech quarterback.
3: I will look for it.
0: Yeah, look for it. I sent it to you, I believe, on Sunday. I'll just tease it. It's a former Georgia Tech quarterback talking about what it was like playing against the Georgia defense in 21. That's what it was. It's not Jeff Sims either. By the way, Jeff Sims transferred to Nebraska. And, oh, Dylan Rayola just spent a whole lot of time at Nebraska. Got to remember, that's where his dad went. Georgia is thought to be the leader. Has something changed there with Dylan Rayola?
1: Has
0: anything changed there with Mr. Dylan Rayola? That's going to be interesting. Tom has a theory. I tell you what, let me hold back. He's got a theory that he thinks Notre Dame will be forced to join a league. Now, this is not – I mean, this has come up a bunch through the years, but Tom tom is pretty hell-bent on this. And you know what? I mean, I'm not going to sit here and say never. I don't think that'll happen, but in this environment, would it be smart to sit here and say never? Well, I can say Vanderbilt will never win much in football. I think that's safe. I think we can safely sit there and lie in that bed. Die on that hill. They'll win a bunch in baseball, though we know this because they already have Yeah, it's an interesting audio clip. Quarterback talks about how the lead up to the Georgia game in '21 and that Georgia defense. It's pretty interesting. All right, we'll take the break. Omni National Hotel.
2: Realtors abide by a code of ethics. This is Article 9 in action. Beth, a first-time homebuyer, knew nothing about the home buying process, except that she wanted to buy a home. But her Realtor had the expertise to make sure Beth understood every document, even giving her copies to review with her lawyer so Beth could close on her first home with confidence. Complicated things explained in simple terms. The difference between an agent and a Realtor is real. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. That's who we are. It's a Bill King Show.
0: Pac-12 football is a joke. It's a laughing stock. It has been left behind by Father Time a long time ago. It has not been prominent in a decade at least. And do you want to know why? Godforsaken leadership. That's why. Weekday mornings
2: beginning at 6 on Sports Radio 560 on 95.9 FM. While working, he eats kale and pets a cat. Bill King is a multitasker.
0: This is very funny. It's Jordan Yates. Now, he's the backup at Georgia Tech, unless Jeff Sims is injured. Now, again, this is back to 2021. Sims and both Yates are no longer there. Yates transferred to Sam Houston State. Sims transferred to Nebraska. But anyways, this is Jordan Yates talking about the preparation leading up to the 2021 Georgia defense, which along with the Alabama 92 defense is considered generational. And here he is. And also he talks about number 88, which is Jalen Carter, who's telling him during the game how unprepared they look. So just so you know who number 88 is if you're not a big Georgia guy, take a listen to this. This is the quarterback, Jordan Yates, who quarterbacked the game because Sims was hurt.
1: I hate Georgia with all my heart, so it, was, it pains me to talk about it. But I'm just tell you how it went. So everybody knows how good this defense was. I think they had five first round picks or something like that. Um, hadn't allowed over like 12 points a game. I don't know something crazy like that. So beginning of each game week, you always like meet with your coaches and have like a big unit meeting with the whole offense, talking about your opponent who you're about to play. Basically like a PowerPoint presentation type of thing. One of our assistants goes up there and he's just like talking about him. He's like, Yeah, they have a really fast defense. Um, you know, big D line. Uh, linebacks are pretty fast, blah, blah, blah. Then another coach who's also in the meeting, like sitting down, is like, Nah, F that. Tell him how it is, Mike. Tell him how it really is. So my dog, Mike, he just kind of pauses and he's like, Well, statistically, this is the best college football defense ever. Um, they're averaging about 12 points a game and they haven't given up a rushing touchdown all season. We're just all looking at him like, He got the point across, like if we didn't know who we were playing, like we understood how good they were supposed to be after that. So anyways, we get to the game. There's me. Um, And the best way I can describe playing against that defense is like the field was smaller playing against them. Like they were so big and so fast that it felt like we were literally playing on like not a 53 and a half yard field or for the width. But like it felt like the field was probably like 30, 30 yards wide like when you're growing up and you're playing in the street in front of your house like you can't really go side to side all you can do is kind of go forward and that's what it felt like like you can see right here i had this little five yard run on second and four like i got up i thought i was him really like like because they were so fast like so quick side to side like getting those five yards was tough like that was a that was a big accomplishment that game but yeah basically how the rest of the game went i mean i was getting sacked a bunch we were, weren't really getting anything going um you can see right here like i basically just slid because I had been hit so many times already in that game. I actually finished the game with concussion. Um, yeah, see look right here. Yep, I'm just gonna go down. Literally at one point in the game, and this is like the weirdest trash talk I've ever heard in, in my life. I wanna say it was number 88, the dude that like did the this thing. Yeah, this thing right here. He like said the weird, strangest thing to me. He was like, he looked at me, he's like, y'all are so unprepared. I was like, y'all are so unprepared. Like all the things he could have said at this point in the game was like 45-0. He's like, y'all are so unprepared. I was like, what do you mean? He's like, He's like, Y'all just don't know what's, like, going on. And I was like, yeah, we don't. That
0: is former backup quarterback who had to quarterback the Georgia Tech team against Georgia in 2021. And it was the picture he was talking about there of Jalen Carter, but swear he's holding up the LSU guy, remember, in the game with one arm. The LSU quarterback, yeah, Jaden Daniels, who's probably 6'3 about 215, hold him up with one arm like it's a feather. Up in the air. In that game. And he's he's saying that he late in the game said, You guys are just so unprepared. Well, I would ask number eighty eight, what do you what do you think we ought to do then? What what would your strategy be against you guys? And that's all those first-round draft picks, plus Carter and Nolan Smith and players like that who were coming back, who weren't even going in the draft. Right? That's the other part of it. That's funny. Tom in Myrtle Beach. If the Big Ten adds Oregon and Washington, SEC then adds Florida State and Clemson, They will be forced to play 90% conference games, meaning the B1G cuts Notre Dame off. No Southern Cal, no Michigan, no Michigan State matchups. Wouldn't this force Notre Dame to join the ACC? That would be good for the ACC and Notre Dame, and they could renegotiate the TV deal. Well, look, they already play, what, five or so ACC games a year, and... Yes, Southern Cal is a rivalry. Now, it's not a real sexy rivalry right now, but historically it is. And they don't play Michigan or Sparty every year anyways. Ohio State, they've got a series with them that finishes up this year back in South Bend. They play Purdue occasionally. They'll play Indiana occasionally. They've played Wisconsin some. They've played Northwestern some. Obviously, you're talking about Northwestern, Evanston, Chicago area, Wisconsin, but that wouldn't force them to join a league. The only way to get them to be in a league is if the money from NBC drives up. That's the only way to get them in a league. Scheduling will not force them into a league. Money would force them into a league. And they're not worried about that right now. I'm not saying it couldn't happen someday, but I don't think it will. Coming up, Griff. Yeah, Griff had to move him around. He's traveling. He's going to Indy for the Combine anyway, When we come back, Griffin, then right after that Gator Day, Brian Driscoll in hour three on the Nashville Hotel.